Sit down. Let them union workers, you know what I'm saying? I mean, North, we are. And I'm now Cat. Hang on. Go on job, Kenny. Oh, they're so small, they only have 2%. Go on job. You're not doing a good job. Wow, we got the low rate of land over here. Get this damn cowboy. Let me roll them up. I'm a Florida redneck. Go over here. I deserve cowboy in my life. Sit down. You don't need your mama's permission. This is the Battle Podcast. Hey, guys! Uh Don't start with that shit. Uh Uh-oh. Don't even go there. Now, your host... What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Full Money Johnny. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Ah, what up, Ray? What's up, Ray? We're Joe Cop. And I am Joe Cop. Oh, here we go. Uh, we go. <laughs> One man. The man of many voices One here. Yeah. Where's Chip? <laughs> One. Yeah. Chip is here. Oh, Chip Man on is time. here? Oh, on time. Check. Second week in check. a row. A check for Chip. Chip Man. Jo- Jobo's like a small Jim Carrey. You uh, just never. <laughs> you never. You never who's showing up. With yeah, Jobo. you just don't know who's going to show up. Smells of personality. Oh, please, no, not that personality. <laughs> yeah, not on this oh, show. Boy. Wrong show, brother. Some Wrong show. Five beans and a nice Old bottle Jim of Carrey movies are the best. Just uh, nobody wants to play yeah. with me. Ago. Oh, here we go. Hungry little fella. <laughs> oh, how Ray do Clark. I do this to myself? Why do I do this to myself? Did I break wind clock? <laughs> Is Rusty still in the Navy clock? You have no, you have no idea. My wife watches that movie over and over, and over and over again. <laughs> That's a great movie, though. That's yeah, a gift it's, it's that keeps great. on giving. You know, Clark. you watch it a couple of times in a year, it's good. But when you watch it 15 times in three days, it kind of takes away. You know what I mean? Man, I'm going to tell you something. No humanitarian acts this week, right? But let me tell you something. Oh, here we go. We went oh, We went out to... I'm uh, back this way. We went out to a place, and I'm not going to give anybody any credit for this place. But what it is, they say they're cabins. Right? Okay. They're actually in quotations. That's yeah. serious. Quotations. You did air quotes. I did. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're not, we're not live right now. Okay. But they're actually trailers with fake wood on the outside. <laughs> nice. Wow. And so you, they were redneckinizing they over were, there. They were redneckinizing. <laughs> a a cabin trailer park. Way to go. <laughs> I boarded straight from Kentucky. I looked at my kids and I said, kids, I want you to understand something here. Oh, oh, here we go. I said, people come here and they pay good money to live in this little cabin slash trailer for a week. Yeah. Amongst the trees and in these big open fields and everything. I said, kids, y'all get to live like that all the time. Oh, yeah, they vacate. <laughs> yeah. like, these people vacation here. We live here. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, girls, do you know how spoiled you are? You get yeah, to live like that. this all the time. Well, you uh-huh. need to you need to embody that hashtag. I live where you vacation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I man. like that. Yeah, Don't doing. stop giving the redneck ideas. That's pretty good. Uh, bro. Oh, you geez. give him an idea, he'll just go. Oh, yeah. But I tell you what, you also know that when they're staying there, they're going by redneckonomics too. Oh, redneckonomics. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Boy, did you work on that one all week oh, or what? Wow. Redneckonomics. He waited a long I think, time. I think for Reagan that one. would be proud of you. My, uh-huh. my brain hurts after that. Oh wow. 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 But that's good stuff right there. Oh, yeah, man. Staying in a trailer that looks like a cabin. Oh, wow. yeah. Where do I sign up? How do I get that red redneckonomics class? Is, uh-huh. that, is that an online? I'll sign you up. Well, the good news me. is you won't need a calculator for that class, no. I can tell you right now. But you will have to take your shoes off. Yes. In fuego. In fuego. <laughs> but that was just hilarious. My kids, I just told them that. I'm like, you know, people pay to live like this. You live like this every day. Well, I'm surprised the Mainer ain't opening his mouth right now. They don't even call them cabins where he's from. They call them, they call them camps. That camp. Go up every, everything's called a camp. 
Camp everything. Got to go oh, up, yeah. to, up to camp. Camp Manor. That's that's what we had. My grandparents yeah. before they passed away, they had a camp that literally was the one that you could we always go to. It was our go to of hey, we want to go to the water. Let's go to there. You know, and but you know, yeah, they don't say let's go to the cabin. They go let's up, go to the camp. Up to camp. That's camp. so up weird. Yeah. What do they I, do I, in yeah. Kentucky? Hey. Huh? I'll go up the holler. Up the holler? Up the holler? Yeah, going up the holler. No, that's oh, yeah. weird. No, that's weird. What you go? Well, what you hollering at, brother? No, the holler. Why you? Why you hollering? The hollow. Oh, the hollow. Okay, hollow. Uh, yeah, but if hollow. you holler, you know, you, you know, I'm just <laughs> getting a little bit, a little bit of. No. Oh, good lord! Hey, man, I was I was born and raised in a single wide trailer uh-huh. right in Appalachia, so I can definitely read that. That was a country song, wasn't it? Yeah. I got a question. Since you were born, born up and there, raised in a country wide trailer. <laughs> oh, good night, friends. The queen, queen of my double wide. That's what I tell Candy. You're gonna be the queen of my double wide. Yeah. So, so Ray's got a question for I've, me. I've known a couple of people who lived that, who lived in the holler, right? And they showed but not me a, squalor. No, they showed me a picture of their family tree, and it was the prettiest thing I ever saw because it just went up, circled back like a heart, and up and circled back like a heart, and up and circled back like a heart. Joe don't know what you're talking it's about. It's beautiful. Those generational chains hey, no broke with me, Brad. Joe, 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 Joe don't have no branches well, in history. Just, let me just tell you something right now. That was in West Virginia. That would be oh. categorized oh, yeah. as that. Oh, yeah. oh. At a least little further in, north. At least in Kentucky, we we bootlegged moonshine. Over there yeah. in West Virginia, in, I don't know In Kentucky, they got one branch that's got a swing on. It. Well, <laughs> well Josh I'm on the front porch of cutting up chicken, baby. That's what I'm doing. Bootlegging moonshine. But you know what? But you know what I learned about the camp thing? The the main cabin masters. That's right. I was watching that oh, show. Oh, that sounds creepy. So they call the cabin masters, and, and I was watching the show. And every time I'm watching it, they're calling everything a camp. I'm like, I thought this was about cabins. Nope, it's called a camp. They, they they call it a camp up there. You know, down here in Florida, we call those colts. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, colts. A colt. Oh, a cult. Yeah, a cult. Oh, okay. Cult. Sorry. I, <laughs> redneck and I, well, sorry. I thought he was talking about a horse. I was like, what, is, what, is a cult? A, what does the cults <laughs> have to do with it? <laughs> yeah. Leave the NFL out of this, bro. Is <laughs> Peyton Manning going to be on that team? Joe Bocop's got the holler and I got the cult. Dude, I was born and raised right there in the old southeast Kentucky right there. Yeah, man. Good night, nurse. There's a whole lot of respect going on in this room. Oh, yeah. find out what it means to me. I know what's up, baby. Jumbo. I'm, I'm just thinking right now about some cornbread and sweet tea. Oh, yeah. oh. Well, glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. I <laughs> got a little sidetracked talking about I the mean, holler. My, you know what I'm my, my brain hurts from all this redneckonomics, redneckonizing, <laughs> redneckonisms. <laughs> he, done, he done took his shoes off when he heard of redneckonomics. Oh, no, right, right. You on hollow ground in here, bro. Yeah. Why, do you think, why do you think I wear slip-on boots, man? Tying's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, because you can't tie your shoes there. <laughs> <laughs> Beat you to it, didn't I? Oh yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you don't just wear flip flops. That way you have your toes ex- accessible to any time you got to count money. Oh, <laughs> too many fire ends. I, I ain't got that much money. Six, seven, <laughs> nine, twelve, <laughs> eleven. Oh, well, that's yeah. like Fritz is five foot twenty-four. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and an inch. Yeah, uh-huh. I'll tell you something mm-hmm. right now. It's a dollar two ninety five right there. I tell you, yeah, yeah, tall, tall, drink water. Sell him my, sell him my, my poundage. But I ain't, got a, I ain't got enough money to take my shoes off to count it. Yeah, no kidding. No, I can count it all on one hand for yeah. the most part. Well, see in Kentucky they don't weigh things by pounds. It's a bushel and a peck. <laughs> no, really, yeah, it is. I'll have peck. a bushel of beans or a peck of yeah. strawberries or whatever it is, and it's actually a bushel will be considered two gallons, and a peck would be considered one. What gallon. if you use your peck well, to measure like, the beans? 
No, it's just it's the way uh, they measure. I've been I've been been educated today. You are. I want to yeah. thank you for that. Yeah, you, you're gonna be redneck and nice before you know. I'm gonna get a whole lot of bushels and pecks when you, I go to Kentucky. You know so what? How much how much chicken is that? You ain't getting no pecks, man. You getting all bushels? Well, it depends on how many how many necks were ringed on Sunday for the for the dumpling. You know, John ain't gonna get a peck of nothing. It's all gonna be bushels. How many pieces of Kentucky fried chicken come in a bushel? <laughs> Dude, that Kentucky fried chicken is horrible. That stuff's uh, bad. My hey, grandmother would out fry it. I love that chicken, chicken per chicken. pound right there. That's why it's KFC now. Dude, my, grand, chicken. My, my granny can outcook anything. And KFC I tell you guys that story about the Kentucky fried chicken story when I went on the youth group trip trip and I had these two guys, we call them the twins. No. And one of them talking like this, kind of like, he could have been Josh's nephew, I guess. <laughs> So, so damn it, Josh sorry, was there. Yeah. I'll be reincarnated. I don't know. There's but no I, honor in that, by the yeah. way. What? <laughs> <laughs> but we had this guy, Brad, he was from Kentucky. So they had these two, these two get kids riding with us, and we had these walkie-talkies. And, and every time we drove by a Kentucky fried chicken, <laughs> we go, hey Brad. He's like, what? <laughs> Look at Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs> So this happened like 15 times on the trip. He's like, hey, Brad, I don't hear no shit about chicken. You got me? <laughs> it's like, calm down, Brad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm proud to say I haven't had KFC in probably a long time. Yeah, man. It's been longer than I can remember. Man, support your people, will you? Tell us the matter with you. I don't support, Ken, I don't support KFC. Ain't no nothing wrong with that. Come on, brother. I support my heritage. Well, isn't yeah. that your uncle? You <laughs> yeah. know, the tree yeah. with the heart? Colonel Sanders, isn't that your Again, uncle? Again, that's West Virginia. <laughs> oh, Different man. order. I thought Colonel yeah. Sanders was your uncle. You're a day late and a dollar <laughs> short on that idea. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I'm right now. That boy ain't right too tight. What's your problem? You got no respect, Joey. You got oh, no I got respect. a lot of respect. Yeah. 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 Tons respect. and Yeah, exactly. Are we getting any respect on social media lately? We are getting a lot of respect on social media. Wow. Let's hear about that respect. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not coming from you. I, I know. You know. I respect our listeners. But, I don't a, but a, a lot of our, our faithful well, viewers and listeners here's are Jobo. enjoying the respectful and awesome. <laughs> oh, I like that. It's a segment, man. It's awesome. It's your segment. Wow. Jobo's Corner. What's up? Excuse me while I expand on this topic. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <thank> Jobo. <laughs> um. So on social media, people are actually honoring and respecting Mr. Ray and his multiple stories that he's telling us as he's walking around the yard swing. Uh, and just uh, expanding on things like swings and things. <laughs> swings, uh, swings and things. <laughs> and so, you know, going deep, come on down to Ray Bird, <laughs> swings and things. A barn with foundation, but no but no walls. You know? um, <laughs> pole and, barn, baby. It's a pole barn. You, no, it's, it's there it's, yet. Yeah. Borders and boundaries, but borders and boundaries and tortoise holes. That's all I got. But, um, those there are gopher holes. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly Come on what, down I, the I, I just, that's what I said. No, but I, I want to thank everybody for joining us over on the social media. Again, it's Instagram, Facebook, and uh, we are also, on several other streaming platforms as well. But guys, please like and subscribe while we're doing. As as they said in the last episode, we're getting ready to embark on a really cool journey. We're getting ready to to bring a live element to the podcast and to the show. And so we're excited to do that. And uh, we're just very thankful for you guys for just interacting with us. I want to give a couple of shout outs to uh, Justin Sproul. And I want to give a huge shout out to Jody, uh, who was a guest on a few episodes ago. 
Dude uh, shared all of our stuff. He retweeted, reshared. It was just really awesome to see that. And super so thank swaggy, you for, baby. Sober swaggy. Sober swaggy. I'm sorry. Sober swaggy. Sober but he was super is about swaggy, it. Yeah. Right? Sober, sober is swaggy. swaggy. Correct. Yes. Sober is swaggy. Love so I was saying it wrong, man. Clear mind, confident walk. As in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. But uh, thank you guys so much. We're going to be uh, opening up our parlor since parlor is back now as well. So we're expanding other other platforms and stuff. I want to also put a challenge out to all of our listeners. If anybody out there that's listening to the Battle Podcast is on a particular platform and you think that that platform will be good for us, we may not know about it. So we kind of do need to know about it. So yeah. send us a message to the Battle Podcast at gmail.com or just send us a message directly through Instagram. It's at the Battle Podcast. Awesome. And thank you, Joe. Joe, you're doing a fantastic job. He's killing you. Joe. Why, thank you, sir. Hey, Jobo. Mike, you, know, you got, you got stats? my utmost respect. Do you, you got stats, Mike? What's the stats on Joe's job performance, Mike? What is it? Well, Come we on. What's it mean? Come I'm on. I'm going to give him a 4.5. 4.5. I'll take that. That's record. That's redneck economics right there. 10 out of 5. That's it. 10 out of 5. I'll give you 10 out of 5. Well, above and beyond. Love you, brother. I love you more. No, it's not easy, easy. Hey, I've been hey, gone for two weeks, but come hey, on, guys. We're going to talk about respect, but that's yeah. a lost little too tight yeah, right respect, there. Respect my boundaries. Well, yeah, that's a little that's tight. It's going to run off a country you, right you know, there. I, I break boundaries. That's what I do. I break them, and I. You know, oh, you, you break them. them. I, I'm breaking wind right now. <laughs> yeah. How's that Sorry, taste, man. Mike? How's that taste, Mike? I'm gonna not be on the mic for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, long he's the mainer. He ain't Mike. He's the mainer. Doesn't Chip. taste too good Chip. the second day. Chip. I tell you that much right now. Mainer on the mic. Mainer on the mic. Mustard and biscuits. So what is it with Chip. us guys, Chip. man? Why do we need respect? Why do we? Why do we yearn? For respect. Because we egotistical some bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, you don't say much, but when you do, it's a mouthful. Oh, I'll tell yeah. You. Hey, Ray, let me just Speaking talk the about truth, respect man. and what okay. the definition is. Wow, everybody step back. The main has got something going on hold here. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, I'm just kidding. I admire, <laughs> <laughs> admire someone or something deeply as respect for their abilities, their qualities, or achievements. That's, I mean, that goes back to our last episode of uh, talking about honor. I mean, I can absolutely say that I, my honor in my household has gotten better because I respect for all you guys and what you guys have seen, what I've seen from you guys as, as parents, as fathers, as husbands, as you know, just going down the line, just, I've learned a lot from you guys. So, I mean, that's, that's something that literally I could absolutely say a hundred percent. I respect every one of you guys because that helps. And even my wife, even my wife has brought it up about like just how things have changed since I moved to Florida at the household. So. Well, that and I've also, I've noticed that when I'm receiving respect, whether it be from my boss, my wife, uh, Joe, you know, your kids, yeah, your kids, boss, wife, one and the same, yeah, well, pretty much. But you, your whole mindset and outlook on life completely changes. Mm -hmm. You start to see things in a in a little bit brighter light, rather than everything being so negative. Well, I think it tears down walls. Yeah, because men. Do not like to be disrespected. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so when you feel, when a man feels disrespected, a wall automatically goes up and his yep. chest automatically puffs out. And so, I mean, it's a respect factor. I mean, you can even take it back. You just look at the animal kingdom, right? I mean, you see like a lion, for instance, and we love to use lions excuse, uh, as, as examples because it's a lion's den, right? What happens when a male lion's laying there with his pride and another male lion starts to step up in his territory? Well, now he's been disrespected. You just walked into my house uninvited. You know what I'm saying? So what's going to happen? 
He's going to get up. He's going to bow up. And he's going to man up, right? Well, that's what happens with men. And it's not a, not necessarily a physical thing, but when a man tends to feel disrespected, that's when walls start to go up and mm-hmm. he's ready to lash out or he gets defensive or whatever. Yeah, defense. Yeah. It's, it's like a wound around your heart. The more times that it's sliced open, the more callous it becomes. And when it, the more callous it becomes, the more numb it is. And so you think about that and it's just like our, our lives are exactly like that. When, you, when I disrespect you, that wall is going to go up. That wound is going to be there. And you're going you're gonna to automatically start second thinking everything that's coming out of my mouth, right? Right. And so immediately there's a callus there and, and you're numb to it. And the more I do it, you're just going to be like, oh, whatever, I'm not going to talk with Joe anymore. Just get, get away from me. Well, I think the bigger thing too is, is the worst place a man can feel disrespected is by his wife. Ooh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big. And when, Amen. you know, because... You know, we talk about, you know, there's three different ways when you look at respect, okay? You either earn respect, you give respect, or you take respect. Right. And it's really that simple. I mean, it, it sounds a little bit crass, but at the end of the day, it's, it's really, it really is that simple. You know, you either going to respect me because I've earned your respect by the way that I walk things out, the way that I tr- treat you, the way that I present myself, the way that I handle myself, right? Or you know, and you're going to, or you're going to just give me respect. Like, for instance, you talk about a boss, you give respect because of the position or whatever the person is, so you give the position. Or you put in a position sometimes where you just got to take someone's respect. They make you take their respect. And, and quite honestly, if we're going to be straight up, dudes, sometimes we put ourselves in a situation where we get that pride thing going and sometimes some people got to make us or take our respect. Well, yeah. And, and taking someone's respect doesn't always mean in a physical altercation or by belittling the other person. Those are great points. You know, in my line of work, I do inspections. And I, I can tell you a story where we were putting up a large roller coaster. And every time I do this, I work with a different group of guys, right? So you're never working with the same group of guys all the time. So it takes a little while couple days for the guys to start, you know, feeling you out and respecting you and, you know, you're respecting them and everything's, you know, copacetic. $2 word. Write that down. Copacetic. Redneck and eyes. Redneck and eyes. Mike, get some get some data on that for me. What does that mean? What was that? That was redneck aesthetic. I am tweeting that now. Redneck aesthetic. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So in this in this particular case, you know, five days into it, we're doing some work. I tell the guys I got to go. They're like, all right. So I leave. I come back the next day and I said, okay, guys, here we are. We're on this joint right here. And they come back and go, no, we did that one while you were gone. So we're starting on this one. And I said, no. I said, I didn't witness it. So therefore, I won't report it. Well, I'm not going back to it. So I didn't have to jump in his throat. I didn't have to get pissed off. I just simply told him, I said, I don't care what you do. Because at the end of this job, when my report is filed and they realize that joint is not on my report, and they've removed all this heavy equipment. They've gotten everything out of it. And they started putting in new grass. And they see that's not on there. And they call me up and go, hey, why isn't that report on there? I said, because I didn't witness it being tensioned. It's going to be your ass when they have to bring all that heavy equipment back in. Get three more guys back out there so that I can watch you do it. And they're going to have to pay me to be out there. I said, so the choice is yours. I don't care. All right, we'll go do it. Well, that's a perfect example of taking someone's respect. They didn't give it to them. Right, but I you didn't know, have to. I didn't. They have didn't to. give you the respect by doing the job the right way in the first place. Right, but I didn't have to belittle no, them. Didn't. I didn't have to but down authoritatively. 
you had to you had, had to, do to take that. that respect. You had to exert it. That's it exactly. It's not comfortable, right? But you had to do it. Well, it was uncomfortable for them. Me, I could. I well, that's could, what I'm could. saying. Not, not for you, <laughs> right? You're the one dishing it, but right. they had to. They had to swallow their pride and do it. That's it exactly. Well, they're the ones that forced it, and that's the other part of it that we need to understand as men is sometimes you force people to take your respect. Right. Yep. Mm. By the way, you walk things out. If you're disrespectful, I mean, here's a guy that he's the inspector, right? He has to inspect everything. You go do something when he's not there, and then you think he's just going to go, "Oh, it's cool." No, not anybody that's worth any salt. How disrespectful is that to, to Ray in that situation where it could cost Ray his reputation and his job? Now, come to find, what if they ever found out? Well, Ray didn't check that and he let it slide. They think they're going to have him out there on a job again doing inspections? No, no, because he doesn't do it the right way. Well, people will try you too, man. <laughs> yes. It's a proven ground and, and right that's there. Exactly you, what it was. You've got your opportunity. Yeah, they were testing the fence. Yep. Well, I was just going to say, it's just like Jurassic Park. They're going to test the fence. Mm-hmm. And some people get numb to that zap. Yeah. Sometimes they're going to get that crack. You know what I'm saying? It goes back to that callus I was talking about. Yeah. And yeah. so it's one of them deals where, you know, uh, the other part of it too, that, it, you know, one of the things that, uh, that I struggle with when we talk about respect is fake respect. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Don't, don't come at me with some fake respect. Two-face. Well, oh, or that ask us in fake respect. Yeah, well, yeah. I think there's a certain it's thing. That placation. In our yeah. culture today, sometimes some people want to create fake respect. Like some people with their kids, you know what I mean? They want them to be, like for me, my thought process is just because you say yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, don't mean you respect people. Right. You know, and I was telling Ray this the other night when we were talking about doing this episode and we were talking about fake respect. It reminded me of a time I had a guy that worked for me and he went out in the truck. He'd be gone all, he'd been gone all day till about five o'clock and he'd come into the office and he said, oh, Mario, sir, can I talk to you right now? I just want to let you know. Uh, Damn it, Josh, worked uh, for you? He talked like he had a mouthful of marbles. <laughs> He's like, Mario, I just want to let you know that I got, I got a new job and uh, I just want to let you know. And I said, okay, great. You got a new job. So uh, when do you start this this new job? Well, sir, I'm going to start the job tomorrow. I'm like, so you start the job tomorrow? <clears throat> so he's like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm like, okay. So, uh, well, I guess at the end of the day, I mean, you're going to do what you're going to do. I said, at least you got the route ran today in the stand. Well, officer, uh, I actually didn't, I didn't get the route ran. I said, excuse me. He said, well, sir, I, I said, time out. You're telling me that you've been out in my truck since five o'clock this morning till five o'clock at night and you haven't serviced any of our customers. Well, no, sir. Rabbi. I said, time out. First of all, don't call me, sir. Because sir is a sign of respect. And you obviously have zero respect for me or zero respect for our company. To go out there, drive around in our truck all day, not service any of our customers, come back at five o'clock at night and then tell me you got another job you're starting tomorrow and you want to start off the conversation with sir? Now, that don't work for me. And there's a whole lot of people out there with this fake respect. And they think if they can throw out the word sir or ma'am or yes ma'am and no sir, that that makes, that makes them look respectful. It's your actions. It's the way you walk things out right. that end up being uh, translated into what true respect is. Mm-hmm. Respect would have been to go out, do the job to the best of your ability, come back, do your paperwork, whatever it is, and say, hey, look, this is what's come up. Respect would have been to give a two-week notice or respect would have been to give a heads up. You know, Don't disrespect me by doing all this other stuff and think that I'm going to swallow this because... You're throwing out words like sir and ma'am. Well, not just you, but the entire corporation. Right. But a fake respect is something that goes on in our culture big time. But that impacts his entire team too. Because yeah. now, you know, now that there's not a two-week hiatus alert, 
everybody's got to scramble to try to make up. They got to grab for a, what he's he's not able to fulfill. Yeah, they got to grab a piece of his route route and get it done to fulfill it. Exactly. I mean, I've always been told if you work at a job, you there's no less than two weeks. Like literally, like I would never do that. A couple of my friends in the past had would would do the same thing John just said and just leave the next day and don't let them know. Don't don't even talk about it again anymore. And, and, and I'm like, yeah. And what they say is, well, they ain't gonna give me a warning if they're gonna fire me. Exactly. Well, yeah, no, there is no, a warning. You're not yeah, doing your job. Exactly. Right. But they don't see oh, that. Yeah. Right. So if they're not gonna respect me, I'm not gonna respect them. You know, guys, it's a give and take, you know, mm-hmm. give and take road. It's not a one way street. Yep. If you want respect, you have to show respect. Yeah. I actually have a, a stat on respect. So I was looking at it. It says this was 10 over 10 years ago, nearly eight in 10 Americans. 79% say a lack of respect or courtesy is a serious national problem. And that was like 11 years ago. Oh, man. Just wonder what it is now. Oh, it's got to be worse. It's got to yeah. be worse. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be like significant. This, I, I tried to look for more recent numbers of this study and they like, no, they they probably don't even want to report it. Well, it goes right. back to what I said is, you know, fake respect. We're living in a culture today where it's all about fake respect. Mm-hmm. It's not real respect. It's not the fact that we're respecting each other or our feelings or whatever. Like this whole woke movement we've talked about, about feelings and being respectful of people's feelings. They don't really give a rat's ass about people's feelings. They care about their own agenda. Right. How's this going to affect me? If this works for me and it's good for me, oh, good. If it ain't, oh, well. And and the word respect gets thrown around like, you know, like candy out there, you right. know? And the, the, the problem is, is that we have a lot of young people coming up that don't have a true definition of respect. Right. They're not being shown respect. They don't know what it is to be respectful. They're not, not being taught respect. Then that's because us men are doing a damn lousy job at showing our kids what respect is. And they think by looking up something on the internet or on, on TikTok or Instagram that that's, that's their, their level of respect. And they, right. can, they can literally you know, mirror anything that they're watching or viewing. Yeah. And sometimes that's not the training tool that needs to be. Mm. Well, most men model disrespect. I mean, when we talk about the lack of the father in the home, right? What was the percentage we were talking about? 75%? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, that's, 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 that's in, in, in certain cultures, it's 75%. And, and then I think it was 71% in, in um, African-Americans. And then it was, it was like 37% in Caucasians and 30 something percent in Hispanic. I mean, what are we teaching our kids? A lack of respect for the mother. Right. Mm-hmm. Men right mm-hmm. off the rip showing a lack of respect to the child's mother. So the father is supposed to be showing respect and teaching respect right out of the gate is showing lack of respect. Right. And then wow. we expect these kids to be grown up, to grow up and have a respect. Yeah. Then the kid, then the, then the, the father gets pissed off when the kid don't show him any respect because he was never taught respect. Mm-hmm. Well, it's unfortunate because social media has, is training our children and well, that's the problem. Not is, us as parents. And that's what this podcast is all about. Cause man, if you're not going to get up and teach your kids honor, teach your kids respect and teach them what they should and shouldn't do. Somebody's going to teach them what not to do. You bet. And you're not going to find true respect on a chat stream. No. Or on a story feed or on some dude on TikTok who's got 27 million followers. I'm right. sorry. He's there to make money. He's exactly. not there to be your father. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I, you know, speaking of social media, I was sharing this with Ray. This is what blew my mind. There's a, another podcast out there. I'm not going to get into who they are, but the, one of the guys did a deal called Man Up. And he basically goes into this house. And there's a 27 year old living with his mother that's, you know, smoking dope all day, playing video games, got his head up his ass, not helping out, not cleaning. He's a slob. This is not, he's going to go over there and talk with the guy, try to help him become a man. Right. And so he goes over and he's like, yeah, I went over and I talked to him. And I thought to myself, what's the best way I can teach this guy to be a man? You know what I did? 
I enrolled him in a Butler school because Butler's got their shit together, man. Butler's get it done. And I'm thinking, what the hell? A kind of a message. A are Butler? We... Yeah. That was a response and, I got when John told me this story. And, and it's like, we're, we're putting, we're putting this shit yeah. out there thinking it's funny. And we're ma- laughing about a really true, a really, a real problem. I yeah. mean, you're talking about guys out there that don't know how to be men. And we want to mock the situation and think it's funny and go in there and act like we're going to help out. And uh, we're going to take them to freaking butler school because they know how to take orders and their shit's organized and everything else. And then we wonder why young 27 year old men don't know what it is to, to respect themselves or respect mm-hmm. other people. How about, pair them with a, how about pair them with a veteran, you know, yes. who's been on the war and the front lines. Yeah, I you want to learn respect? Yeah. Listen to that guy. But, but this is what we're dealing with, dude. I know. This is what, and, and it's, it, it's it, you know, you look at it. I mean, it's on the surface. I'll be the first to say, it's pretty funny on the surface. You know, you laugh at it. You go. But when you start stepping back and you go and you think about what we're trying to accomplish on this podcast, to try to help young men, older men, late, old, you know, middle-aged men or whatever, just men in general. And you see this, this shit that's out there, this content where guys think it's funny. You're going to go into somebody's house who's got a kid that's 27. And I say kid because he ain't a man. And your, your way of fixing him or helping him is to take him to become a butler. I mean, what the hell are we doing? And then we wonder why, and then these kids, we don't think about these young people that are watching this shit and how much it's affecting them, you know? Mm. And then they look at this and they think it's funny and they think it's cute. It's not cute. And we wonder why we've got a lack of respect in our country. We got a lack of respect in the home. We got a lack of respect in the workplace. It's an epidemic. We, it's an epidemic in our country right now. We have a big time problem with respect. We don't respect other people. And some of us don't even respect ourselves. Right. Well, people are so self-absorbed that they can't get the concept of respect. You mean, yeah. I, well, I got to give something? Yeah. And what have you done for me lately? Exactly. How does that benefit me? Yeah. How does that help me out? Because it's currently all about me, 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 me. The gains. Yeah. So, yeah. The, but the thing is, is what these kids don't even understand is that by showing respect, you earn respect. Yeah, they're, they're, get respect. They're completely. It's a completely foreign, you know, scenario. It's not a card mm-hmm. game, right? Yeah. Exactly. I'm not giving you a trading card, and you're giving me one back. Exactly. Right. This is, we're talking about morality here. Right. Exactly. Well, you think about it from the standpoint of like a young kid, right? Young twenty-something year old, very respectful, you know. Holds the door, yes, sir, no, no, ma'am, you know, thinks about other people, you know, and then the kid comes up and you got an opportunity. The kid's looking for a job. Well, who are you going to sign off on? The kid that shows that kind of respect and is willing to go out of his way to do what's right? Or are you going to put your name or your label on some kid that's disrespectful, lazy, and self centered? Right. So, I mean, when you give respect, you get respect. And I think that's what you're saying, right? Yeah. You, know, you give it respect, you're automatically going to get it back. Right. And it, it, but it's a foreign concept to them. They expect to to receive, 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 receive without having to give anything. Yep. But we need to teach them that you have to show respect, and that's what that's our job as and men. You have to earn it. You have to earn respect in return. That's it exactly. Mm-hmm. So by showing it, that's going to open the door for earning it, and then your actions are going to continue to earn you that respect. Yeah. And just because you have a degree from such and such a college doesn't make you instantaneous. You deserve respect. Yeah. You should get six figures in respect. I know some of the dumbest people in my life that have degrees. It's wow. true. Mm-hmm. It's true. I'm well, not saying I, degrees I, I, are bad, but I'm saying, no, I get yeah. what you're saying. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't make you a man. You know what I mean? That's something that you have to learn and you have to do life experience and being taught by other men. I mean, and the problem is, is, 
we talk about all the time here. We've got a, a lack of father epidemic in our country. And there's a lot of young men out there that don't know what it is to be a man. And they don't know what it is to respect people. And then when they get raised a certain way where it's all about them, well, in their mind, it is about me. Screw you. I mean, I've been, and when I go home, it's, you know, I'm eating, I'm getting my favorite meal cooked. My laundry's being done. My bed being made. And I don't have to worry about shit. And what do I got to give you respect for? Who are you? You ain't my daddy. You're going to give me what I want anyway. So why do I got to give you anything? But that's not it. We have to show respect. We have to teach this next generation what it is to respect somebody. And you know, just from, from my perspective as, as a younger guy, I'm going to tell you something right now. If, 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 if every time that you, you bend your, your neck and you look down at your, your phone, always be very conscious of what you're doing and what you're looking at. Oh, yeah. Because you're not going to get respect through text. You're not going to yeah. get respect through a 15-second video clip of yourself at the gym buffing it out. I'm just being real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to get respect by, by being a man of integrity. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be giving it as well as receiving it on both ends. And i got to be honest with you. It starts at the home as well. Yep. If you're not respecting your wife and you're, you're going through your day to day and you're just checking out a friend of mine the other day approached me and, and she was just kind of like really distraught. And I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, you know, there's so much going on in my, my life. And my husband comes home from work and all he does, wants to do is go and play his PlayStation and in total disrespect, doesn't want to help, doesn't want to train the kids, doesn't want to help them with their homework. And it's just a total disconnect. Now, I could say a lot about that individual. What is he putting his time and money and effort into? You know, there, that's a rabbit hole you don't want to go down because, mm-hmm. he, you know, you kind of, well, you can put the, you know, already know what he's doing. Right. You know, but level, you think about it in terms of that. In the marriage, if we're not respecting our wives and we're not respecting our children and we're not respecting those around us, how are we going to actually expect to receive it? Well, well you never respect anybody else. Right. No, you're self centered. Right. I mean, Forget about your boss. You're an Forget about strangers. Maniac. I mean, yeah. I mean, think about that. That, that. That's another part of it that I want to touch on before we close tonight. But it's strangers. Mm. How about giving strangers some respect? Mm-hmm. How about walking up and holding the door? You know, you see an elderly couple getting ready to walk into a store. How about grabbing that door and opening up, showing some respect for our elders? You know, how about men out there showing respect to these young ladies? You know, open the door, say hi. How about talking to them and looking them in the eyes and making them feel that they're important as people and not just looking at their bodies? Well, not making them feel that they're important just so you can get what you want, but right. truly taking an interest in them. How about when you go through the drive through or you're at a restaurant, treating the wait staff with some respect, mm. calling oh, yeah. them by their name and telling them you appreciate what they're doing. And maybe the meal isn't as good as it should be. Or maybe things happen, but you know what? That doesn't give you the right to be disrespectful. They have a name on that tag. Dude. You don't know what they've been through. Like I've seen yep. a really cool video of like um, someone walk, like you see all these bad things happening and all of a sudden they put on these, gla- these glasses and then it changes like, oh, this is what they dealt with before that happened. So like if someone's having a bad day at work, you don't know what happened. Like they could have had a bad phone call that literally just destroyed their entire day. And now you're, you're only getting five seconds of their time. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, that's how I've always done it with, with, and I'm trying to teach my kids that too. We, you know, you go to a drive through you go to anywhere, you go to a restaurant, you, you know, you show respect. I mean, I'll give you one example that I tried to show my kids is when we went to, uh, a theme park down here and my daughter and I did a daughter, daddy, and daughter, daughter, daddy date. And, um, we, and then we went to a restaurant and 
the time I didn't have cash. I was like, man, this, this stinks. I really want to tip this person. But because the way that they set up that restaurant, they don't allow tips to happen like during the, like you can't do it. So I was like, okay. So what I did is I want to teach her. I said, okay, well, how about we go to the, go to a nearby store and I'm going to have you give them the money after I go get it at the ATM or whatever store we went to, to get cash back. And I wanted to teach my daughter. I was like, you know, this woman's like, like literally just busting her ass on, on the floor and doing all this work. And all of a sudden, like she needs to be recognized for it. And that you respect in, in, in that and the woman was very thankful. And, and I mean, I, I wish more people would do that. Like that literally you need to respect the people that are working, you know, there's no such thing as a job is below you. I mean, the fact right. that I've heard that before by even some of someone very close to me said this to me once, you know, no, that's not below you. Like, seriously, you think that, you know, that's that, you know, that goes into a whole nother story. But so you're yeah. telling me that that individual saying that they'd rather go hungry than work a job to provide for their family. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Friend of mine once told me, he said, if shoveling shit pays the most money, give me the shovel, show me the pile. There you go. And it's that simple. Mm-hmm. And I tell yep. my son, mm-hmm. told my son that since he was real little, I didn't say shit, but I said, you know, but the bottom line is it's like, look, it's a, it's a job. You do what you got to do to take care of and provide for what's been put in front of you. And you know, that's, that's one way you show respect to your spouse. Amen. When you get up every day and you go to that job, whether you like it or you love it or you can't stand it or you hate it, you show respect by the way that you go in there and you bust your ass to provide for your family. You show respect to your children by the way that you treat their mother. And the way that you walk things out and treat them, to let them know, help them understand, this is why I do what I do through conversation, through experience, by teaching your daughter and having her go out to a restaurant and saying, hey, this is what's important. We show people respect. We honor people with the way that we walk things out because people are valuable. You know, And, and so many people in the world today, they don't give a rip. You know, They think that it's about them. It's not about you. Because you know what? When it's about you, this world becomes a very lonely place. You know, and respect is earned. Respect is given. And sometimes respect is taken. If you back me up against a wall and I have to take your respect as a parent, you know, as a, as a, as a supervisor, or whatever, you've put me in that position to take your respect, not me. And so people need to understand that as well. But respect is important to a man. I mean, for us as believers and the word it tells us for a man to love his wife and for his wife to respect her husband. God knows that respect is important to a man. And there's not a man listening to this podcast right now that can, that can get on here and tell me anything otherwise. There's not a, a man that's going to tell me that he doesn't care whether he gets disrespected or he doesn't want to be respected. Because if that man gets on and tell me that, he's got a problem. His problem is he's a liar. All men want to be respected. But here's the thing, man. You have to earn respect. You can't go out there disrespecting people being selfish, self-centered, talking any way you want to, treating people any way you want to, and think you're just going to get respect. Your job, your position at work does not guarantee you respect. They may respect your position, but they'll never respect you. You know, and that that's that's a bad place to be. I've always told my kids when they were very little, I've always told them as their father, I said, I want you as my children to love me for Nate, for me, not because I'm your dad. And there are some fathers out there, you just think that they automatically need to love you just because you're their dad. Don't work that way. You got to put in the work. You got to do and emulate and walk out what it looks like to respect and to be respected. Guys, let's tear down these walls. 
every single one of us in this life that we have is going to be disrespectful from one time or another. But the way you show respect and you teach respect is how you walk it out in that moment. I'm going to tell you right now, I have failed in that front more times than I want to count. But you know what? Every day I look at ways I can be better. Because I have to understand and realize there are people looking at me. There are people depending on me. And at the end of the day, it's not about just me. And when you get your head wrapped around that, guess what, my friends? Well, that's where the rubber meets the road. 